Hasha Sheen, and welcome back to Woken Baked. I'm your host, Bill, and today I am joined by Scary Jerry. She is a musician based in Anchorage, and I first came across her music a few weeks ago via St. Dion himself, a previous guest of the show, and fellow Anchorageonian. Anchorageonian? Anyway. We get into that on the podcast. I don't know what you call someone from Anchorage, but we discuss that. We discuss all kinds of things with Jerry over Zoom. See, we shoot the poop about topics like her roots, influences, fray of the Slayer, as well as production tools and techniques. Actually, we're all over the place. We discuss mental health and sobriety. I mean, basically, we touch on more stuff than a blind speed reader. I mean, in all seriousness, I had a great time getting to know Jerry, and I look forward to having her on again. I'd like to thank my supporters, Iron Asylum, Red Run, and 10th Planet Soldatna for their continued support. I'd also like to point out that I have a YouTube page where you can watch these podcasts sometimes days before they make it into podcast land. Now, I also have a Patreon, which is completely free for the time being. So enjoy it. Links, as always, are in the description. Now, without any further ado, ladies, gents, and others, it's Scary Jerry. Hello. Howdy. And hello to the dude with the mouthwash behind you. Um, oh, he- he just left. <laughs> Oral hygiene is important. It's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and if the brain is the second gut, or I'm sorry, if the gut is the second brain, then brain. assume that that's, you know, like that's where you put your fuel. So gotta gotta kill the funk, I guess. But not kill the funk mm-hmm. because you need funk. We need funk in our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How right. are you doing today? I'm great, ladies, gents, others, uh, those at home, at work, shamming. And if you're at work getting paid to, to hang out and listen to this podcast, thank you very much. Way to stick it to the man or woman or other, whatever. Um, stick it to the person in charge. Uh, we're joined with Scary Jerry. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm having a good day. Excellent. How did it start? Uh, I woke up. I did some schoolwork and I took a shower and now I'm talking to you. Awesome. All good things. Again, hygiene, hygiene, hygiene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be like Scary Jerry, but it's one thing to be like Scary Jerry who smells terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not me. Good. Good. Because uh, uh, hygiene's important. Um, so, where to start? Who are you? I am Scary Jerry. I'm an artist slash producer slash musician slash advocate. Uh, I make lots of music. I love writing, playing instruments, things of that nature. Okay, so that that's established the who and and the what. Um, when did you start making music? I was around ten years old. Um, what inspired you? Honestly, I have no idea. My dad said I've just kind of been a performer since I was three years old. Like he knew I was gonna grow up to do something that was around like the area of performing. Um, 
If I had to say what inspired me, I remember listening to The Killers and Green Day when I was like 10 years old and thinking, I am going to learn how to play the guitar. <laughs> and so I ended up learning how to play the guitar. Um, what was it about the guitar that spoke to you as an, uh, as an instrument? I especially loved the sound of electric guitars, just the heavy distortion and like the power behind it. It's just something about that spoke to me. I just love the sound. Okay. Um, so when did you start uh, producing your own music? 2018. I believe is when I started, so not that long ago. We're gonna bounce around all over, there's a lot of questions for you. Um, do you remember some of your early songs and what they were about? Uh, yeah, some of the first songs I wrote was just you know, stuff that I wrote on guitar when I was probably like 12 years old. You know, like silly love songs and songs about like how I felt, because I've struggled with mental illness since I was really young. So I even wrote songs about that when I was super young, but I didn't really know what I was writing about. I was just writing my feelings. Um, when it comes to like writing your feelings, like how do you decide what to share? I'm pretty open about what I share. I don't really hold much back when it comes to music. Uh, I feel like music's the one thing where I should be able to be as open and honest about myself and how I feel. Uh, so I, I, I write exactly what I want to. One of the benefits of being an independent artist. Um, yeah. So um, again, bouncing around software-wise for production, what do you use? I use Logic Pro X mostly but I have used Ableton Live a few times. Um, now, one of your uh, tracks on your SoundCloud page was uh, an iPhone demo. Did you record that on your iPhone? I did with the GarageBand app on my iPhone. <laughs> um, how was that experience? I mean, it's not, you're not the first person who's, who's recorded a song on their iPhone, but yours definitely didn't sound like it was recorded on an iPhone. Um, can you really? Walk, really, it, it, it sounded... It sounded as lo-fi as it was supposed to sound. Like it sounded like mm. it was supposed to sound, if that makes sense. Not everything has to be super dialed in with a $3,000 an hour engineer. Like sometimes it sounds the way it's supposed to sound because that's the way it's supposed to sound. And there's a long history of um, Anchorage producers, guys like Jazz Soon, who just uh, made the beat sound the way it was supposed to sound because that's the way it's supposed to sound. So it sounds gnarly. It sounds, mm. it sounds a little bit rough because, because it's supposed to sound that way. Yeah. Um, I, I don't always like having super high quality production. Sometimes I really do just enjoy recording a song like at the piano with my phone. Um, cause it's just really raw. I kind of like the rawness behind it. But yeah, I just basically, I went into the GarageBand app on my phone and I pressed record and I played the whole song through. And then after I was done, I added a little bit of reverb through the app and I think some compression and that was about it. And then I just exported. Well, it was, uh, it was rad. I enjoyed, thank you for sharing that. Um, of course. So how do you decide what songs to share? Like it just hits you a certain way. 
or <coughs> um, do you just, I don't know, how do you, how do you work? Uh, I'm very like spur of the moment when the creativity hits. Sometimes I'll sit down and try to record something, but half of the time that just doesn't work for me. Like it works sometimes, but most of the time, like I have to be in a specific mood, like in a creative mood inspired. And that's when I'll sit down, whether it's like at the piano or at my computer to make a beat. Uh, but yeah, it's when creativity hits is normally when that happens. Um, do you have any tools or any tricks that you use to kind of flip the creativity switch or is it just sort of like the muse comes and goes as she wishes? Sometimes it's both. Uh, I like to listen to artists that are inspiring me at the moment. If I want to flip, if I do want to flip it on, I'll put on some music that is currently inspiring me and then just see where it takes me. Um, over the last couple of years, can you talk about some of the artists that have inspired you? Uh, local artists that I've been really inspired by, St. Dion, Poetic Kellen, or Christopher Kellen. Um, artists that are not local that I really, really enjoy are Norwegian artists. I love Aurora, Wardruna, and this band called Kalandra. Why Norwegian artists? They just have really interesting music. I love the way that it sounds. It's very, it's powerful in a way that just seems more natural. It's hard to explain. They just have really interesting music that's very like attached to their culture and their roots. And I think that's really important in an artist is to have that like connection. Like for Wardruna, for example, they use a lot of, like really, really old instruments, instruments that don't really get used a lot other than like in Scandinavian uh, like artists and stuff. Like their native instruments that their like ancestors used to use. Uh, do you think that that has to do with uh, geography and, and the climate? I mean, we're very similar to the, in, being in Alaska, um, you know, it's the, we have a lot of the same weather patterns. Yeah, um, I I definitely I definitely have noticed that I'm very inspired by nature, and so are they. And the way that you know their lands look looks almost like Alaska. It's very similar, similar weather, similar forests, and just I I feel very connected to nature. And Norwegian music is very connected to like nature too. Okay. Um, uh, no wrong answers. I mean, like I get into like German hip hop, like that's, that's kind of what speaks to me. I understand the language. And so, um, when producer, when you have producers that come from all over the world, if you have a producer that was, uh, born in Turkey or his parents are from Turkey, like his, his musical background are going to be like those instruments. And those are the things that he's going to bring with him. Uh, there are artists, uh, German um, producers born in Iran, guys like Azad, who brought Iranian music over and sort of injected it into rap. And the two things very much go together because the way the, uh, the, the use of strings, the, the vocal inflections and tones, and it just, it works well in that environment. So yeah, there's... Um, some shit just speaks to you in, in a way that nothing else is supposed to. Yeah. Um, 
So um, aside from like uh, like listening to other artists, I mean, do you other things? Do you go for a walk? Do you go for a drive? Do you you know like I don't know, eat a turkey sandwich or something? I mean, like, um, are there other things that you do to sort of help get that going so you don't find yourself in like a writer's rut? Um, I don't really ever find myself in like having writer's block. That's just not something that happens to me. So I don't really have to, I, I don't really need to like have other ways to get my creativity flowing. Um, I, it's really just mostly I just listen to other artists that inspire me or I'll take inspiration from things like my, like my day, whatever it is I'm going through like what's giving me the most anxiety, maybe I might use that as a way to channel emotions and get creativity flowing. But for the most part, for example, I'm really, really good at coming up with melodies. So I can hear a track and I can come up with like a hook immediately. That's just something I've always been able to do. It's, it's like, my pride <laughs> is that I can just come up with hooks like right there on the spot. Okay. It's just a gift, I guess. Um, how therapeutic um, is it therapeutic or is it frustrating doing the nuts and bolts of the production, the mixing, the listening to a drum for the 10,000th time, uh, trying to figure out whether or not you want to add a reverb, uh, reverb to it. Um, do you find that that's therapeutic or do you find that that's uh, a pain in the neck or takes away from the creative process? Both. I personally love the mixing mastering aspect of producing music. Um, that's like my favorite part is making everything sound like cohesive or maybe I want to put something more towards the left ear or to the right ear, like create that like sound space. I love doing stuff like that, but you know, every now and then when you're trying to perfect a track and you've listened to it over and over and over again, it can get frustrating because sometimes you'll not be hearing the things that you need to be hearing to fix. And then other times you'll be focused too much on something else or me personally. So I, I tend to like to take breaks in between. Like it takes me a long time to work on one track because I like to take my time with it just because I don't want to tire out my ears and so I normally I'll work on something take a pretty long break come back to it work on it more but then other times I'll get a track done in like two hours it really just depends I I don't have like a set way of doing things it's very spur of the moment how I feel things should go as I'm doing it so sometimes I take my time other times I'm super quick with it but yeah uh, as far as producers, um, are there any specific producers that stick out to you as an inspiration or motivational? Uh, yeah, Phineas. I love the way Phineas produces, like all of Billie Eilish's tracks, he produces them and they're very simple, but they're not too simple. There's, it's a really fine balance and I enjoy that. I also really love Black. He produces a lot of his music too. And I love the way his music sounds. It's amazing. So Phineas Black, and I don't know who produces 
the weekend stuff, but I like a lot of the weekends tracks too. So whoever does whoever does production for him, I also really enjoy. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, Phineas is her brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, one question that I had was there seemed to be a change in, in your artistry and you have your, your stuff on SoundCloud um, where you went from, uh, from rapping more towards uh, singing. Um, what was behind that? So I was, when I was doing more of the rapping, it was because I was hanging around a lot of rappers. So I was heavily inspired by them. And that's why I was doing more rapping. I'm, I don't really consider myself a rapper. I don't think I even sound good when I rap, but I'm definitely more of a singer. So I gravitate more towards that because it's what I'm good at. But I was very inspired by the people I was hanging around and the way that they could flow and rhyme. And so I tried to challenge myself in that way, see if I could also do it. Um, are there any other artists that that do that that you're a fan of that can that can kind of go between the singing and and uh, and the rhyming and is that maybe something that you would want to go back to? Um, definitely something I would want to go back to. I I really like challenging myself that way. I feel like if I really practiced, I could get good at it. Uh, Saint John, I love how he can. How he's an amazing singer and an, an amazing rapper. I love that quality about him, and he's very, it's very fluid with it. Um, terrible cheesemaker, though. One of the things that uh, he prides himself on, which I, I don't understand because he's he sucks at it, is making cheese. He's he's very proud of his ability to like something about like making the the cheese culture with the milk and something about butter like buttermilk i don't know he explained it to me once it made no sense and he sounded crazy <laughs> um by the way that conversation never happened we we never had a conversation about making cheese and i'm sure that if uh if young uh saint dion who i'm not sure is actually a catholic i don't know who made him a saint but you know what you can call yourself what you want to call yourself uh, in in the words in the words of, uh, of the barber in uh, Coming to America, the man wants to call himself Muhammad Ali, he can call himself Muhammad Ali. The man wants to call himself Saint Dion, who cares if he's not even Catholic? <laughs> yeah. Um, That's funny, I didn't know about the cheese thing. I, I didn't either, I just made it up on the spot. Um, I, I don't even know if he likes cheese. He could be... <laughs> He could be totally allergic to dairy. In fact, he probably is. In fact, he's probably got like his mom might be listening to this. He can't eat dairy. Why is he eating dairy? He knows he's going to shit his pants. Oh, my boy's going to shit his pants in public. She's crying for him. She's at home right now. She's teared up. She's like, he's going to shit his pants in public. Oh, my gosh. Even the smell of cheese, it makes him nauseous. It's going to be disgusting and he won't have any friends. That's exactly how it's going to happen. Before what's next, how'd you get the name? Um, I came up with the name. People ask me what it means all the time, like, why Scary Jerry? And I tell them, well, one, it rhymes, so it just rolls off the tongue. Secondly, because I've been told when I get angry that I'm very scary. So I was like, Scary Jerry, it works. <laughs> okay. Well, there's, there you go. There's your, there's your answer. <laughs> Um, so what's next for Scary Jerry? 
Um, I'm currently working. Well, my album's going to be released March 12. So that was like the major project that I was working on. And I'm so excited for it to be released because it's a collection of all the music. It's all self-produced, all my self-produced music from 2018 till now. And it's, it's you can see how I've changed and how I've grown throughout the whole thing. So it's very dear to me. Um, and then I'm also working on a second album that will probably take me just as long. <laughs> Uh, I want to start playing shows whenever it's safe to do so and COVID's no longer a major, major issue. I also have a group called Rage City Productions and I've been doing my best to help them, you know, grow as artists and just get out there more and grow their talents. So hopefully I'll have some shows with them as well because they're super talented. Well, we have uh, we have fights coming up real soon. Like we haven't slowed down for shit on the Kenai Peninsula. We had professional wrestling. Like when the rest of the world was shocked, uh, shocked up and locked down and couldn't go anywhere, uh, we had uh, we had Hornswoggle uh, of WWE fame. Now he's just Swoggle. He's a he's a he's a little guy who got his name shortened even more. Um, <laughs> But uh, we had professional wrestling down on the Kenai Peninsula when everyone else was locked down. In fact, it's so good that one of the professional wrestlers um, out of Fairbanks, Freya the Slayer, the Queen of the North, parlayed that tr- uh, that professional wrestling in Soldatna, Alaska, into the AEW screen. She's on television, a professional wrestler from Fairbanks, Alaska, power bombing broads. She's unnatural. She's the queen of the north. She is Freya, the Slayer. And I got to and I got to do commentary for that fight. So it was very cool. So shout out That's to Freya, the Slayer. She's awesome. Um, so so Alaskans are representing very very well all over the world. What do you call someone from mm-hmm. Anchorage? Are they an Anchorageian? I have no idea. <laughs> I, have I like no. how how the dude just like snuck in, snuck in like we wouldn't see him. Like I don't know what to call an anchor an anchor an anchorogian. I like anchorogian. Yeah, I have no idea. Anchorogian. I feel like hmm. anchor. I, I guess you're the way you say it is the best. Sounds the best. I can't think of anything else. He, like the other way would be like like New Yorker would be like an anchorage or. I mean, yeah, that doesn't sound right. No, it sounds. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. I'm an anchorager. No, no, no. You're you're anchorogian. And yeah, that sounds way better. Yeah, it sounds a little bit exotic, but like, <laughs> but like cold North exotic. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like Norwegian, which would be good for you. You're anchorogian. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. Um. Jerry, thank you so much for your time, ma'am. Thank you so much for your energy. Keep us up to date. Let us know what you're working on. Can I play any of your music in the intro to this podcast? Can I, I Go gotta... ahead. Any of it. Perfect. Perfect. As long as I have consent, I can't get taken off of SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, no, go for it. All right, perfect. Scary Jerry, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your energy. Um, I Can was the last single. The current single out with St. Dion is what? freedom of fear all right oh shit you know we skipped out a whole bunch of stuff do you have a couple minutes i still do yeah perfect all right um bigger bigger questions freedom of fear um 
came out on uh, on well your your other birthday, uh, the anniversary of your sobriety. Um, mm-hmm. What were there any? Was there any like one thing that you can discuss that was like you know what I'm I'm not going to do that again. I'm you know whatever whatever whether it was alcohol whether it was drugs. Um, I personally have struggled. I've been uh, I smoke weed, but it's a weird thing to say. I've been sober for like five years. Yeah, uh, so I had a pretty bad alcohol, Xanax, and cocaine problem. I think alcohol was definitely the worst. I was drinking like every morning, every night. Uh, It was bad. (laughs) There was this one time, um, like I'd black out a lot, and I got into a really bad fight with my mom, and I ended up putting her in the hospital. And that's when I decided I'm never, ever going to do that to my own family ever again. So I quit. I went cold turkey. I haven't touched it since. No alcohol, no nothing except for weed. That's like the one thing that like keeps me level, helps with um, pain and anxiety and stuff like that. But for me, it was, I almost shit my pants after I was sober. Out like, yeah, like the, the alcohol had come to a point where I couldn't control my bowels. And it was, I was a functional alcoholic and I was a dare instructor, a dare counselor at the same hmm. time. Yeah, I know. Wow. Like, there was an irony and hypocrisy that I did not catch. Um, but uh, yeah, my, my alcoholism got to the point where I couldn't ride on a rope swing because I was going to, I was, and that was the great thing was like, it would have, had I shit my pants, I would have been on a rope spring uh, swing when I did it in front of like the kids of my, my bosses. It would have been, it would have been a thing to remember. And no one would have forgotten. How's your, um, I'm assuming the relationship is, with your mom is better now? Much better, yeah. I still live at home cause uh, I'm, in, I'm in college. I graduate in March, but it's been nice to stay at home and not have to pay rent and not have to worry about that financial part. So yeah, relationship with my mother is much better. We were able to forgive each other and like she saw the work that I was putting in to better myself, so. What are you going to school for? Music production. Yeah, it's pretty great. I take classes with, online classes with uh, LA Recording School. Okay, but I'll I'll only call bullshit because it's like like getting a degree in Spanish when you grew up speaking Spanish. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, congratulations on getting a degree in something that you enjoy doing, something that you know how to do, and something that you've been doing before you walked into the classroom. Some people are supposed to be accountants, and some people are not supposed to be accountants. Yeah. Thank you for not trying to become an accountant. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> um, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Have fun. And if you're not having fun, then what's the point? Exactly. Miss Jerry? Have the best day ever. Enjoy the rest Thank of Thank you. Hang out with people that you enjoy hanging out with. Is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Uh, shout out to you for having me on the podcast. Uh, shout out to St. Dion. He's like my, he's my buddy. I'm so glad that I've had him. He's put in a lot of good word for me. Uh, shout out to my mom, <laughs> my dad. Uh, yeah. Shout out to my sister. Shout out to my fiance. Shout out to Jerry's fiance, coincidentally also named Jerry. It's weird. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Interesting, though. Uh... Professional fighter Paige Van Zandt, who fought last night. Um, her husband, Austin Vanderford, also uh, a professional fighter from Nanilchik, Alaska. It never made sense to me that they never hyphenated their last names. If your last name is Vanderford and your last name, your wife's last name is Van Zandt, you should hyphenate last names and be Van Zandt Vanderford. Or combine them, Van Zanterford. Yeah, I'm actually going to be hyphening my last name with my fiancé's. I hope they're cool. I hope they go to, I hope it's like Dangle and Barry. Yo, you could be D Jerry Dangleberry. I don't know about that. I it's mean, a little... Martha Fokker. Uh, I don't know. For mm. <laughs> your time, I don't know. No, I've seen it. Okay. All right. Um, but, but you've never heard of Portishead. All right. I have. I just never listened to the music. Um... I'm just going to assume that by the time the people listen to it, maybe in their sometimes in their life, they've heard Portishead. And, and have you had a chance to listen to it yet? No, I've been busy, but it's it's in my list. I have like a I, I have a list of things I need to listen to. As as you should, as you should. Everyone has a list that they should be listening to. Scary Jerry should be on everybody's list right now. Um, and Jerry, I appreciate you putting Portishead on yours. Um, very similar energy except you produce you do all of the production rather than singing and not doing production. all right jerry thank you so much for your time kick today's ass don't let it kick yours and have fun Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive, behind Save More. I was there today with young Hickson. I checked out that new little easy bar tower. We took a short walk to nowhere. We did some stretchy stretchies. We did some assisted pull-ups and dips. Yes, we did, myself and young Hickson, over at that good old Iron Asylum. Now, if you yourself are looking to take your kiddo to the gym strapped to your back, give them a call, 907-953-4720. Just a reminder, the gym's open 24 hours a day, so if you're up at 3 o'clock in the morning and you just want to go to the gym because you've got nothing better to do at 3 o'clock in the morning, Iron Asylum is a place you can go at 3 o'clock in the morning, and you can get a snack. There aren't a whole lot of places in, uh, or at least on the Kenai Peninsula, where you can get a good decent snack at 3 o'clock in the morning. And if your idea of a decent snack is a pre-workout, you can get it, folks. 3 o'clock in the morning, get yourself super duper jacked, and why not? All right, you got the whole day ahead of you. Might might as well start it on, uh, start it up at like 11 or 12. Why not? You only get one ticket. You might as well enjoy the ride. Again, give them a call, 907-953-4720. They are located behind Save You More. So get your sweet ass in there and get that ass even sweeter. All right, moving on. Red Rant. Red Ran. Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of Hashade, 
as well as strawberry half shade and blueberry half shade. They also make can of caps, honey sticks, and peanut butter. Now, let me get into what makes Red Run special. It's not just their retail facility, but it's also their manufacturing facility. Now, because they have their own manufacturing facility, you can go into their retail spot and you can get their brand stuff at a better price than you can get it at any other place in the state. However, if you're in Kachikan, and you're dying to get your hands on some hashade, well, you can take your sweet ass over to the Stony Moose, you can get some hashade, and then you can get some of their vanilla-flavored milk, and then you can make lemonade milk. I'm sure it's disgusting, but you could drink the two of them together because you're a grown-up. By, by virtue of being able to go into the Stony Moose and purchase said items, you have shown your ID at least once and proven yourself to be a grown-up. Prove that you're a grown-up. Get some lemonade and milk and let it curdle in your stomach. Let them do battle amongst themselves and see what happens. You're a grown-up and you get to make your own bad decisions no matter what anyone else says. Now, if you are on the Kenai Peninsula, be sure to check out their store and be sure to check out Weed Maps to see what they've got in store because <coughs> every day, every single day, Monday through Sunday, they have a different special. So go in, find out what their special of the day is. Wednesdays, it's pre-roll Wednesday, which means a dollar off of all J's, doobies, all that good stuff, all of your pre-rolls. That's why they call it pre-roll Wednesday. They've got threads Thursday, which is you wear your Red Run gear and you get a Red Run discount. Boom shakalaka. So there you go. That's But that's Monday through Monday, really, seven days a week. Every day that you go in, there's a different special for you to take part and participate in. They also got a royalty program, so get your Red Run royalty pro, uh, points. Go in, save yourself some money when you go into Red Run Cannabis Company. By the way, they also do a veteran discount. If you are wondering about what other products Red Run manufactures, be sure to check out their website, redruncannabiscompany.com. All right, last but certainly not least, 10th Planet Soul Dodna, located in the All-American Training Center, led by 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt's Curtis Hembroff and his wife, 10th Planet Purple Belt, Priscilla Hembroff. All right, the two of them, as well as Baby Curtis, who is not really coaching anything at this point, but I'm sure at one point, at the very least, he'll teach a kid's class, uh, you know, which would make sense because he's... A kid. It would make sense that Curtis's kid would, at some point, teach the kids class. Anywho, classes start at 7 p.m. and they wrap up eh, sometime around 8:30. But that includes an hour of technique, warm-ups, drilling, conditioning, followed by really however long you want to free roll afterwards and work on what it is that you want to work on. I'm telling you, there is no better cleaner and family friendly fun than trying to kill your buddies on a Wednesday evening. Alright, that is Monday through Thursday at All-American Training Center 7pm until well, until people stop rolling. Who knows? I mean, maybe they could do a 24-hour roll-a-thon and see what happens. Alright, that is 10th Planet Soldatna. Be sure to check out 10psoldatna.com for more information. Get to know your coaches and get to know your facilities.
All right, ladies, gents, and others, here's your cannabis warning. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A, marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B, marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C, there are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D, for use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E, marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.